Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. Pod Chef. You're listening to Pod Chef. When I say pod, y'all say chef. Pod Chef. You listening to Pod Chef. It's a podcast about Top Chef. And that's a broadcast. It's on TV. And you can watch it. They got 19 seasons. That's a lot, kid. But you can skip those. We do recaps about the whole show. Not the food, though. But the other stuff. Yeah. You're now listening to Pod Chef, the only official podcast about the TV show Top Chef, with your hosts, Jamal, Brian, and Reeves. And I only said their first names because I don't know everyone's last name, and I'm trying to be polite. Now enjoy the show. Okay, welcome to Pod Chef, the official Top Chef podcast. Some sad news. My co-host from last week, Charlie. I don't know how to talk about this. Is he running uh, late? Is, is he not here yet? Well, I had to let him go. Another one? I, you know, I know you're thinking I'm being finicky with the co-host. but That's what it seems like. But you know what I realized? I said, me and Charlie are too good of friends to host the podcast again. Like me and you, Brian, we're like the proper level of friendship. Mm-hmm. Like I know of you, but we you don't know hang of me. Out. Yeah, That's I, it. I know of you. We don't hang out very much. We could. See, that's the thing. Don't push it. Like okay. we have a good distance okay. between us. You're in New okay. Jersey. I'm in uh-huh. DC. Okay. But Charlie's right up the street. And I was like, Charlie, this is going to change the dynamic of our friendship. So I have to fire you. Would all of your walk conversations be about the podcast? Yeah. If, if like not walk, we run, we run in the morning. A, every conversation would be like, Hey, this week, what since are we doing? when? And I'm so, what do you mean? Since when? I thought it was walks. No, I take walks by myself. I oh. go running with Charlie and you know okay. that. And you're okay. being funny right now. Mm-hmm. Being very funny because mm-hmm. you're still trying to become the co-host. I'm shooting for it. Um, but I had to let him go. But we're still good friends, and it's best for our friendship. Um, but so he took I, it okay. Oh, he's devastated, actually. Yeah, yeah. But then it hit me. I said, "Why don't you do the thing that you know friends kind of do in who are tangentially related to the biz? Find someone who's way more successful mm-hmm. to kind of draw in listeners." Yes. And that's what we've got this week. We've got. A big name. And it just happened to line up for the finale of Top Chef. Worked out well. So before I introduce the host, let me tell you, you've definitely seen this guy. You've seen him in Spider-Man Homecoming. Check. Check that off the list. You've seen him in high maintenance. Hold on, I have that. I have that. Um I have one of those posters that you can scratch off with a with a okay, nickel. Sc- scratch the stuff uh, off. And I'll do that for these. Okay. Scratch it off the list. Yep. Uh, high maintenance. If it's on your poster, check it off. It's there. Uh, severance. You, yep. Oh, it's got that? a bingo. Yeah, Sc- scratch it off the list. Uh, succession. Not see. I've seen the first season. Well, I've been to business school, so I saw the second season. Okay. Uh, did you see Shang Chi? Because you probably I, saw our guest in that I as well. Did not see that. Uh, did you see, did you watch you? I did see you. I, yeah. I really enjoyed that show. Yeah. So that's just some of the stuff you've seen our guest in. I'm really uh, just a quick note on you. I'm very sad that when the main character moved away, mm-hmm. that he did not take Zach Cherry's character with him. 
and I just said his name and I didn't yeah. mean to introduce him like that, but that was a bit my biggest disappointment with season two is that it, he didn't go with him. Welcome our guest host, Zach Cherry. Welcome. <laughs> Hi. Um, you use a nickel for those? That's the scratch off. I that's well. See, my my dad, my mom always said not to use quarters for those because quarters is more important. You don't um, want to like damage the quarters. That the concern. She because she collected them, and this was before the fifty states ones. She just okay. thought they looked nicer because they were bigger. She thought because they were bigger, they're worth more, and she wasn't wrong. Yeah, that's that holds true for most, except for the nickel, dime, penny. Look for that little area, you know. It gets confusing then. Yeah, do nickels not have a good edge? Some of them have a, a flat edge. No, I like the dime because it has that ridged edge. Yeah, the nickel is a flat edge. Uh, see, that's why my poster's fucked up. Yeah. When I was scratching off the things, it just like put a hole in the poster. And I thought that's how it works. Is that not how that works? Mm-mm. I mean, Uh-oh. it can, but then you just, you're blasting right through to the wall. Yeah. So I don't yeah. know, you know. <sighs> Well, now it looks like shit. I thought that was okay. Well, wait till your oh, wife sees that. You live in your well. When she sees it, she'll say it's a good thing it's it's in your office. Yeah, she's, she's probably gonna she's, be like, also, good thing you didn't use a dime. Yeah, she's yeah. not allowed in here. This is what you did with a nickel. Zach Cherry's here, ladies and gentlemen. Zach Cherry's here, everyone. Co-host. He's he's the number two mic right now. And yeah, what's up? Depending on how it goes, we'll see if we'll bring him on full time. Yeah. Uh. Zach, uh, we have some business we have to do, and we're so glad you're here for this because um, our buddy Reeves is on a walkabout with Tom Colicchio from Top Chef, and he we get voicemails periodic periodically from Reeves' voicemail box that he set up, mm-hmm. and we got one today. And so, if if you're okay with it, Zach, we want to play it and hear what it says. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure I have a huge amount of choice in that, but if you say quick- no. <laughs> I still have to play it. <laughs> yeah, so let's just say yes. <laughs> Thank let's you for just along. skip that. Thank goodness. All right, I'll play it right now. Hey, Plot Chef. This is Randy Rocket, a former host of the Morning Zoo crew out in Baltimore, Maryland. Uh, recently asked to leave my position after some on-air comments that I had made resurfaced these were five years ago and also some comments i made to a co-worker two weeks ago anywho big fan of the pod uh love top chef too um i guess i don't really have a question as much as just like a fun game you guys can play uh since this season is coming to an end uh how about we try and assign some senior superlatives to the cast you know Stuff like uh, Best Teeth, you know, the Colgate Award, or, you know, Class Clown. I give that to Sarah. She seems pretty funny to me. You know, hottest body, uh, you know, sexiest. I don't know know if you can get fired twice from a job or not. Anywho, uh, really like the pod. Uh, I'll listen to uh, your answers off air. Um, Yeah, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, I really like that Reeves isn't there anymore. He really puts a damper on all the sexual stuff you guys do. That's my favorite part. So keep doing that. Keep it up. What was that all guy's right. name? Bye. Randy Rocket. Randy Rocket. R&R. The morning show host in Baltimore. Okay. Big fan of the pod. Big Lots fan of the pod. Love his energy. He's got big. He's got big. I just got fired energy. 
Oh, I love that big guy just got fired. Yeah. Because just like women oh. respond to that. Because mm-hmm. they can tell that like you're back on the search for yes. the next thing you're going to conquer. Uh huh. Now, it, it's possible you played the wrong thing because that's not at all what you described that I agreed to listen to. <laughs> I said that we have a voice mailbox that Reeves set up that yeah. we get voicemails from. Oh, so Reeves did give the number out to other so people. I was yeah. expecting to hear from him and Tom. No. I mean, okay. it, some, last week it was from him, but anyone can call the gotcha. voicemail box. So that yeah. was a, a listening error on my yeah. part. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so Quick update. Last week when Reeves did call in with the voicemail, he did say that Tom was actively trying to kill himself, it seemed, and mm-hmm. Reeves was there really helping to keep him together. It's mm-hmm. a, they're really having a tough time yeah, he also, on this walkabout. Yeah. He was also taking off his clothes. So that was the thing. Yeah, he wants to be naked and afraid. So I got to say, even though this was kind of a wacky character, this is a good idea. <laughs> Real we, sh- we should do senior superlatives at the end of this show. And I'm the, of- I'm the per- perfect person to have on for it as someone who has watched one episode total mm-hmm. of the season with the fewest number of contestants available for me to choose from. <laughs> so just, you know, use that pot of three oh, they're I'm, gonna be they're gonna be appearing a lot for me here, and I the think, sous chefs i met some of the sous, yes. sous chefs so you've got six people to, and and to some random from. unidentified people around the dinner table yes um, they didn't bother is, to intro a few people this is the perfect time to jump into a series on the final episode because you kind of get everything you kind of understand mm-hmm. what's going on you know mm-hmm. the flow of the show did did one the of them get COVID during the season? Yeah, well, because they were so, asking about his taste. But yeah, he had he had had COVID right before the season, and then came on the show without taste, and then it kept seeing like at some point it was going to be a big reveal, uh, that never really happened. He just got sent home, yeah. and he's like, "Oh, guess what? I can't taste." And they're like, "Oh, yeah. okay," and that was like so. It. His food was his food just kind of tasted bizarre. That's they, the crazy he, thing. He, did he was good. actually very good, huh? I so, think he was lying. I imagine what happened if he had his taste buds this whole time. He may have won. But I don't think we have an issue with this because if we're thinking of Top Chef like a high school, which one would do senior senior mm-hmm. school for, mm-hmm. the finale would be senior year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you don't get senior superlatives if you're a freshman getting sent home in week number four. Yeah. So. so Sue Chef, sorry. Yeah. It's only three people that get them. Okay. Yeah. So we only got three seniors. This is a very small town. Yeah. My well, okay. My okay. This is pretty small. My senior class had forty. Yeah. That is way smaller than I anticipated you saying. <laughs> my I'm, senior um, class salt had two hundred. I'm salt of the earth. <laughs> How many years, have, uh, Zach? Uh, let's say a hundred. So I okay. guess that's pretty small too. <laughs> Great. We're all salt of the earth people, and you know we're we're out here living our lives. Zach, what's the best meal you've ever had? Um, Put your in the spot. I have no idea. Deep end. I have absolutely zero answer. What's the food that when you had a lot of good meals? (laughs) Just give Uh, yeah, give us give us a good a memorable meal. What's the food that when you ate it, you're like, man, I would love to have this again. Um, (laughs) I mean, again, almost almost every food. (laughs) Um, So no no sort of strong answer off the off the top. Uh, I had some really delicious fried chicken in New Orleans that that stands out. Um, New Orleans, yeah. I had Is that, some, uh, what's what's the name? Uh, 
I forget. It was like in a house, basically. Yeah. And he had to wait like two hours to get in. Yep. Um, yeah. And that was amazing. Let's go with that because that All that right. did that was one of my. That's like a standout meal that I did not regret the wait. Usually, when you wait like a really long time to get into a restaurant, I'm like, eh, I could have just eaten anywhere. But this place, I was like, oh no, that was really really good. I once waited 15 minutes outside of a Roscoe Chicken and Waffles. And you say got, one five? Yeah, 15. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I got in, and they sat us down immediately. And then I had to wait 15 more minutes for chicken and waffles. And I said, I mean, 30 minutes for chicken and waffles? <laughs> that's a long time. That's pretty reasonable. <laughs> that's a long time. The waffles, the waffle takes, what, three minutes to cook? The chicken's supposed to be already yeah, prepared. What's the like holdup? It's not a fast food place. You know I'm here for the chicken and the waffles. They should be cranking those out. Well, you know what? I'll say actually they're, they have a chicken omelet there that is also one of the best meals that I've had. It's not even fried chicken. It's just like I don't know what they do to it. But So maybe yeah. next time you go, wait 17 minutes. Oh, <laughs> get the omelet. Eat a snack before you eat. Have a granola bar while you're waiting in line with you. That's what it felt like. I kept saying to the people I was with, I was like, we should have had a meal while we were waiting. They have jelly on the table. You can snack on that. Trust me, I was. <laughs> I was getting so parched. I said, where are the drinks? All they give you is jelly? I, like, I got to slurp they up brought- my drinks. <laughs> I think they would have brought you something if you'd spoken up. But next time, I'll go with you next time. I kind of know how to. Okay. How to operate there. I need someone who knows what they're doing at Roscoe <laughs> Chicken Waffle because I look like a doofus. Yeah. <laughs> I asked if I could mix my drinks and they said, you can just order a mixed drink. We do that. And I was like, you guys are just making a fool out of me. Yeah. What did you want to do? a lot do? of stuff that restaurants do. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted I, to mix your own drink? Yeah. They have like uh, lemonades and I was like, can I get these together? And they said, oh, you mean like this item? It, and it literally was those two lemonades mixed together. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just have that. And they're like, yeah, look around. And I looked around every table <laughs> at the same drink of mixing their lemonades. I was like, this place is different. That's, you know, I bet they got in trouble because they're missing out on money there. They could have been like, yeah, sure. Made you pay for two lemonades. Yeah, they could have. They did. They, they could have given me both separately and, and then given me a cup yep. empty and said, here you go. Yep. You can mix it yourself. Yep. But the Zach. waffles were great. Yeah, it's good, good food. <laughs> They're great waffles. What's your go-to meal to cook? Well, first yourself? question is, do you cook, Zach? Oh, yeah, I do, do cook? cook. I, ju- I kind of just, not just started anymore because we've been in a global health crisis for <laughs> three years now almost. But I, I kind of got into it during the, the early uh, pandemic shutdown months. So, yeah, I do I do cook quite a bit now. Um, I don't know if I have like a real go-to um i bought like 50 cookbooks when i when i first started getting into it so i you know i'll rotate through those but i don't have like a signature dish yet okay you have a favorite cookbook you can recommend out of those that you haven't read yet yeah um a favorite one i haven't read yet that's tough um It's based on pictures and cover alone. Yeah. I mean, there's some I've seen that look good, but mostly if I see one that looks good, I buy it. Um, my favorite my favorite cookbook author is this guy, Bryant Terry, um, who who does a lot of different stuff. He has he has one cookbook that's like um, Afro-Caribbean vegan food, and then he has another cookbook that's like 
different seasonal menus where he 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 guides you through what's in season in each season and then also like each menu has like four courses so it has like a drink and all these kind of things so he's probably my favorite cookbook author or chef i don't know okay well i don't know how he prefers to be chef author yeah they always want to be called a chef first no matter what they're doing yeah chef sportsman chef all chefs want to be authors all authors want to be chefs the classic conundrum yep yeah um, we got that out of the way. That's the interview portion so of, the, uh, of the podcast. Yeah, yeah, that's that's it. That's the last question we ask you about yourself. <laughs> Vegetable Kingdom is probably my favorite book of his. Vegetable Kingdom. Yeah, it's called Vegetable Kingdom. By I also Brian I cook Terry. when I cook. I cook mostly vegan. So okay, okay. As we just spent forty minutes talking about chicken, <laughs> <laughs> but now we're balancing it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. that's what life is. You can't that was my old life. Thing. That was my old life. You know? Okay. All right. So when we do go back to um, Roscoe's, we'll not get any of the stuff there. You'll just show me the process of how the restaurant works. <laughs> yeah. I'll bring I'll bring some of my own stuff. Ask them if I can throw it on the grill. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can have the jelly, which I think you can have, right? Oh yeah, jelly. I think so. Good. Yeah, I think the jelly. The jelly's fine. The jelly's fine. Um, lemonade. Lemonade yes. as well. I'll fill up yeah. on that. Ruin my appetite. Buy four of them, have two drinks. Brian, did you have any lemonade this past weekend? Because it was your birthday. I did. I had my birthday lemonade at um, at Hash uh, Hash House of Go Go. I was in Vegas. He was in this, Vegas this this past week um, for the AEW uh, Double or Nothing pay per view on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And you then... went to Vegas to buy the to buy the pay per view. <laughs> yep, I went. To, yep, got a hotel room. Uh, <laughs> ordered it. Um, tough process because they don't have the Bleacher Report app on their TV. Okay, yeah. So I ended up just going to. I oh, planned wow. to go to the hotel and watch it, but since yeah. I couldn't, I went to the actual. You had to go and pay for more. To. That yeah. sucks. That sucks. Yeah, I hate when that happens to me. Yeah, it was kind of ruined my vacation. Sometimes um, you can get around that by bringing your own smart TV from home and hooking it up in the hotel room, but or even a phone or any almost any kind of thing. Well, you know, if we had recorded this on Saturday, then I would have had that in mind. Or well, Sunday, next even. Next year. Next yeah, year. Next yeah. year. Next year for your birthday. Yeah. Did so you yeah, see I, the Grand Canyon? I did. I had a full a full couple of days. Uh, wow. did, did Vegas two days where I lost 300 bucks on slot machines, good. which is, you know. That's good. When you say it, it doesn't seem like a lot of money, but um, if people are like $300, not even really doing Vegas. Uh, but that's an investment. Yeah. It should have been, you know. Some people play the stock market, and I play this little game called Hot Devil Slot Machine, mm-hmm. where you want to get wild wheels. You can spin the wheel and get mm-hmm. little bonuses, or you get you fill the little pot up with little gold. You touch his belly, and then he picks a prize for you. That's is the it, game that I it, play. Is it Hot Devil? Does he also? Is it like a strip slot machine? No, he's 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 that little baby devil. <laughs> You know the one that wears like the uh, wears like the yeah. diaper, the no, real I, naughty I'm not, one. I'm not familiar, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, you you know what I'm talking about. He's I, like a I little don't. devilish guy. Think of the Jersey Devil, the the NHL team, the Jersey Devils. Yeah, and then that guy younger, like a baby. I, mean, I can a use my imagination to combine the concept of a baby and the concept uh-huh. of a devil. That seems I, like you're having a hard time. But I'm not. No, it. I'm just saying I'm not familiar with the character. I've never oh, okay. encountered it, but I can picture it. If you watch AEW, um, Hook has a tattoo of him. 
Hmm. That's, I have so. that's who it is. So he took all my money and um As the devil does. Yeah. And then Blackjack didn't give it back. But then I went to the Grand Canyon, then I went to Bryce Canyon, then we went to Zion National wow. Park. Now, this really is interesting because Brian my is ass always, off. You've always referred to Blackjack as African American Jack. Are you back saying Blackjack now? Well, I was saying BIPOC Jack for a while. Okay. But that doesn't roll off the tongue. It takes too long. Yeah. I wonder why you switched it up this episode. Well, what to about be this honest, episode? to be honest, mm-hmm. I'm feeling outnumbered. And Uh-oh. that's and that's and that's, a, and that's a new yeah. feeling for me. Replacement, to- replacement <laughs> theory. Yeah. Replacement theory. <laughs> I feel like I'm being taught that thing that they don't want kids to learn anymore. Mm. Manners. <laughs> No, I, you know, uh, yeah, you know, I just, uh, you're kind of tripping over your words here. <laughs> well, you know, you okay? I, you know, I, I feel like I just, you know, I, I don't, I just want things to go back to the way they were when it was me and Reeves and oh. Jamal. <laughs> okay. Is this right. a regular segment? <laughs> Yeah, this is when Brian feigns racism. <laughs> yeah, we'll probably get a bump in um, listeners this week for this. That's um, the move. That's no, the end I, of it. That's I call it blackjack because that's what it's called. Yep. Yep. Brian, uh, in 2020, when he was uh, gambling as well, he was like, blackjack lives matter. And uh, he, he kept saying that every time he was gambling. Mm. Did that help? With my odds of winning, no. Yeah, it wouldn't affect it. With my likes on Instagram, yes. Yes. So many. So and many. So, thank you for being an ally. Yeah. Things like that. In a way, you still won, right? Mm-hmm. Came out on top. Mm-hmm. So walk us through what else happened. You went to the Grand Canyon where there were no blackjacks. <laughs> nope. Uh, and then we did some hiking. Mm-hmm. And then see any went, animals? Any wild animals? Did we saw uh, um, uh, a mule deer and a mule elk. deer? An elk. This is this is throughout the three parks. Saw a mule yeah. deer. Saw an elk. Saw bighorn sheep. Saw goats. Saw prairie dogs. Saw um, condors. Any carnivores? Any big scary? No, carnivores? didn't see any big scary ones. The the goat came on the path and was like, we were on like a thin path heading mm-hmm. down to like the um, canyon, and the goat was like. You need to fucking move. Mm. Yeah, they'll do that. Yeah. A bunch of squirrels. The squirrels, people people feed the squirrels there. So they come up to you. It's okay. not fun. That's not fun. Because there's signs that say not to do it. Yeah, they're grabby. Squirrels are grabby. Someone we know feeds squirrels on Instagram. Do they, yeah. do they, do they listen to this? Who knows? Are you talking yeah. about Brother Nature, that guy? What? <laughs> you know that guy, that guy Brother Nature? <laughs> no. He just feeds animals. That's his whole thing. I he's, wish that was our friend on um He's like, yo, Instagram. I got my that. deer in the backyard, and then he feeds them. And then scientists go, don't do that. I Googled his name, and the first video that comes up, it says, caught a seagull today. Oh, no. How do <laughs> yeah. you catch a seagull? Yeah, scientists should always like, don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's not great, but <laughs> he's having fun. No, our friend just um, makes friends with the squirrels outside their house and has been slowly coaxing them inside with um, refined nuts. Mm. I do uh, see now. I see Brother Nature feeding uh, squirrels. Good for Brother Nature. 
What a cool name. Yeah, that is a very good name. Is he black? Uh, I'm not sure. I'm also not going to make assumptions. Uh, with that name, you, you, that's that's good branding. <laughs> well, all right, let's move on to Chefs I Prepared for You. This is a segment we do every <laughs> week where we present, we talk about what we had for dinner last night and only last night, and we present it as if we're presenting it to the judges on Top Chef, and there will be a winner assigned at the end of this, so I will mm-hmm. go first. Chefs I Prepared for You. Garlic and paprika pan-seared chicken breast with a white wine, butter, and thyme pan sauce, sautéed green beans, and shiitake mushrooms. Wow. Ask away, chefs. I guess my first question is, is that real? Yes, it is. (laughs) And I took a picture of it, and Brian can see it. So the night before you record, do you like... No. Get a little extra special? He he does. He's lying. We had Dale... Top Chef Dale, as a guest a few weeks ago, yeah. who Dale Talday was on the show. Read Jamal for filth for his food, and yeah. since then he has stepped it up. I have stepped it up. What did you have that night? Can I? So ask? that night I had just pan-seared chicken, sweet potatoes, and I think spinach. That sounds pretty good. It's tell, good. Jamal, Shut tell up, him, Dale. T- Jamal, tell him. <laughs> but tell Dale, him. Tell him about. Tell him what it is. It's Gerber food. And tell him how often you have this meal. Almost every day. Almost when you every say day. Ger- <laughs> Sorry, <when you> say <laughs> it's Gerber food. You Dale mean- said, because all of my ingredients are, are themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he said, you, you, have, you eat Gerber food. You have like, I'd feed your meal to a baby. <laughs> like you could just puree it and throw and literally it. Literally what he said, around. Zach. Okay. It's literally what he said. All right. I'm back on Team Dale now after <laughs> discussing this. Okay, he so told sorry. Me, he told me my meal would kill on chopped. Is there, is, there, is there beef between the Top Chef and Chopped community? I think so. Seems like wow. it. I think so. I think Top Chef is like a respectable cooking mm. show and Chopped is like lower level. Okay. but So you had the pan-seared chicken. I'm sorry. What was that? What else was it today or yesterday? It was garlic and paprika pan-seared chicken breast with okay. a white wine, Sauvignon Blanc, butter and thyme pan sauce mm. that I've been working on and I think I mastered it yesterday because it was killer yesterday and then nice. I had sauteed green beans and shiitake mushrooms that sounds good it was it was good it's changing my life these well pan seasoned sauces. oh that's something I noticed seasoned. they brought up a lot yeah not seasoned enough yeah you this was well it? seasoned this okay. was well seasoned in fact I didn't even put salt or pepper in the pan sauce because I said well the chicken had salt in it, so I don't need to add more salt, and it's coming from the, the jus from the pan, mm. so we were good to go. Is this technically a Berblanc? A Berblanc? No, because it's a... Is it a Berblanc? I think a Berblanc is a wine and butter sauce. Okay, maybe it's a Berblanc, then. One of the mother sauces. Look at you okay. with a mother I sauce. I made a mother sauce. Look at you with a mother sauce. I made a mother sauce. My gonna, mom would be proud. I'm going to deduct a few points for not knowing what you made. Uh, Honestly, if you had said white wine, if you had said white, I think a you bur- just had said Berblanc sauce. Yeah, if I said Berblanc, I would have been crushing. Yeah. But I'll that sounds delicious. You would have said, like, garlic and paprika Time burble. I don't know what you would said. I don't know how that works. Yeah, well, I would have just worded it better if I knew what I was talking sure. about. Yeah, but I course. did take a picture because I was impressed myself okay. with <laughs> how it turned out and what it looked like. It looks good, and he slices it before he eats it. Uh, he makes I, cuts. I sliced it and I like let it fall on itself, and then put the sauce on top. My my guy, it was a you eat with your your eyes. 
Yeah, you always eat with your eyes first. Yeah, and boy, then I scarf it down. I guess nose first, then eyes. <laughs> I don't right? want to say that. It hurts a lot to you do it that way. smell it first. Yeah, it hurts to eat with your nose. It really does. But that's what they say you do, so I do it. Yeah, and then I get kicked out of the restaurant. I'm like, well, you told me to eat the food, and I'm eating it with my nose first, and then I put it in my mouth. Yeah, I paid the fee to do yeah. what I want here. Also, what about that 15-minute wait outside? Yeah, I've been here for fucking 20 minutes already. Am I supposed to wait more to eat my I, food? I've eaten all the jelly. <laughs> did you have jelly with it? No, I did not. Okay. Might have been nice. My only comment might have been nice to add a fruit uh, base. Well, my uh, dessert is often a bowl of blueberries. Mm. Frozen blueberries. Frozen blueberries. Okay. So that was my fr- my fruit at the end of the dinner. Sounds like a successful meal. Again, very Gerber. <laughs> no, there, there's time. Babies don't eat time. Babies That's hate true. time. Yeah. They don't even know what it is. They don't have yeah. that concept yet. Yeah, they don't understand time. They have no idea. They have no concept of it. No. They're like, what? What kind of sauce is this, the baby says? Sometimes you tell a baby, hey, do you want some chicken with time? And they're like, what time is it? Yeah. They say what time is it? And you're like, regular time? Yeah, they might have meant is it organic or conventional, but it's a stupid question. Like it is what it is. I don't know why parents keep asking their babies this. Yeah, you're a baby, eat it. Yeah. You ever heard some parents say they're kind of a fussy eater? You know that you're oh, in charge, yeah. right? I've heard that. <laughs> Shove it down. You're in, I'm a parent. I'm in charge. Shove it down. You eat I love, this. I love when your parent tells you, you're not getting up until you finish these vegetables. I did that once when I was a little kid, and I sat at the table for an hour, and then I finally ate the green beans, and I said to my dad, I said, there, you happy? And he slapped me. <laughs> <laughs> a, a win-win. <laughs> yeah. Did he take his glove off first? No, he put the powder on his hand, though. He, he already had the glove off. Okay. Already had the glove off. At least he did Uh, the proper procedure. All right, Brian, tell us about your meal. Chefs, last night I procured for you food from the Black Sheep in Las Vegas. That's Jamie from Season 18's restaurant. Wow. Um, Yes. Product placement is very um, on point for the the show. We're Uh trying, yeah. Mm -hmm. Quick note about the Black Sheep. If you go there and a week before you go, you message Jamie on Instagram and you say, hey, I'm a big fan of the show. I host a podcast about Pod Chef, about Top Chef. I'm going to be there on Thursday. Would love to meet you. Um, she won't respond. So, <laughs> so uh, what I had was uh, I had a my wife and I split some of these things. You'll know what she had because she doesn't eat meat, uh, and I do. Uh, now we're we, talking. We had the uh, the poached pear salad, which I thought was fantastic. It was really really good. I had a nice little poached pear. Put it in the middle. And then he, the the server got a fork and a knife and cut it four ways for us and laid it out, splayed it out. Delicious. Wow. Uh, then I had salmon skin tacos, um, wow. which is what it is. the The shell was made out of salmon skin. A little weird. And the inside was like un was like raw fish. It's pretty good. Weird. Salmon skin tacos. Yeah. Um, then uh, we ordered vegan Vietnamese sautéed glass noodles. That was my wife's. Uh, a little spicier than I thought it would be, but very good. Was there any tint on those on that glass? Um, just below legal. Okay, because they're gonna say you don't get pulled over. Yeah, 
you yeah. you look suspicious when well, it get, when they get close. Can eat that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know how many times you're at a restaurant and like a black couple is trying to eat their tinted glass noodles and a <laughs> cop shows up? I mean, registration, please. Right. And the cops he, have a and point. He meanwhile is eating them at his own yeah. table. <laughs> it's like your noodles are darker than mine, dude. <laughs> but what are you hiding? Yeah. What are you hiding? I'm what are like, you hiding? Well, maybe this engagement ring. Thanks for ruining the surprise. <laughs> Why do you think I brought her out to eat glass noodles? It's um, a special night until now. Can I ask, uh, you know, as a as an occasional vegan eater, yes. or frequent vegan eater, what was in that? What was in there? Were there was there some tofu? What, what are we talking in terms of? So it was it was vegetable based. Just veggies. No, yeah. no sort of meat subs. No, okay. I can. Um, I like that. I can tell you. Uh, it had uh, spicy gochujang sauce, baby bok choy, maitake mushrooms, roasted heirloom tomatoes. Uh, sorry, carrots. The the flavor that I would say was the most prominent was like a toasted sesame uh, oil. Okay, mm, yeah, that'll get. There. That's a flavor that I know. I need to try these maitake mushrooms. They're they're, they're the brother of the shiitake mushroom. <laughs> yes, they're the brother nature of the, the brother of the shiitake. Yeah. Love baby bok choy too. Yeah. Then I ordered. Um, to my wife's displeasure, as she is a vegetarian. And hold on a second, hold on, um, Zach. Baby bok choy. Think of older bok choy, just younger. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 That one I am familiar with, so I don't need. Picture it. like a baby. I don't need a metaphor. On this and then ba- and then bok choy. Yeah. No, I got it. But they're like a little devilish. <laughs> right. And then I ordered, um, which my wife later said. So I I made a joke, and that so okay. I walk us through it. I ruined this meal for my wife as a vegetarian, and I apologize, mm-hmm. and I felt very bad. Mm-hmm. It was my birthday meal, though, so I'm allowed to do what I want, mm-hmm. and I decided yep. to ruin the meal because mm-hmm. I ordered the fried whole rainbow trout. Oh, boy. Which came as a whole trout with face and tail, mm-hmm. and the server said, you can eat it from head to tail, and I thought he said head to toe, and he said, why would I say that? <laughs> but then he said... So real quick, it's a saute, it's a sautéed rainbow Swiss uh, with sautéed rainbow Swiss chard, steamed jasmine rice, ginger, and rice wine vinegar sauce. Oh, ginger! Um, again, another like flavor that I'm very familiar with, like sesame, toasted sesame, like a, a soy kind of flavor. Very good. He put it down and he said, um, "The entire fish has been deboned. You can eat the whole thing mm. from uh, from tip to tail." And I said, "Oh, okay." And they put it down in front of me, and I started eating it, and I go. To my wife, I said, oh, all the bones are out, but they left all the organs in, which was a joke. But then she goes, I'm not hungry anymore. <laughs> oh, no. And she couldn't finish her food. <laughs> so to my beautiful wife, I'm sorry. I thought it was very funny. She didn't think that. Uh... Uh, and then to finish it off. What did she do with her glass noodles? Uh, gave, she said, I'm done. <laughs> they said, do you want to pack these up? She said, no. Hand, handed them to the mixed couple oh, to no. your left? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> she, she handed it back and she says, this is, looks like you're going to get married soon. <laughs> so I didn't get engaged last night. Oh, um, and then for dessert, the server came back and he said, how easily are you guys um, persuaded for dessert? Yes. Yep. That's yeah, what he said. I always do that. Um, and I said, ooh, very and uh, I had a white chocolate tres leches cake with a nice mm. tweel of chocolate on top, poured melted white chocolate on top of it. Wow. Had some like uh, Vietnamese coffee, like um, 
cream spots are on it. It's fantastic. So really I have good. a question because I yes. used to work in a bakery uh-huh. in a different life. Mm-hmm. And we would make Trace Leches cakes. And how you do that there in the bakery was you have the white cake and you pour the milk that comes in separately, Trace Leches, on top and it just soaks through. Yes. Mm-hmm. Was that how yours was as well? It was a very soaked piece of cake and then yeah. you poured on top of it. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's fascinating. That's such it's a rich, rich cake. It's so good. I like when they pour a little something on something you're eating yeah. at mm-hmm. the restaurant. Yeah. yeah. It makes it feel like it's super fresh. Yeah. Like it's they like, just finished it in front of me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's also like earn earn your tip. Yeah. Do something. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> I can walk the plates. food. I can yeah. walk the food from back there. Yeah. I mean, unless of course it's this finale from Top Chef, in which case they earned their tip because they oh made the God. motherfuckers walk a mile yeah. each time. Yeah, they were so far, far away. They had why? To run, and their pants were falling down in one moment. <laughs> <laughs> why? Why was the the table they were eating at so far away? Why did it have to be so? Because they had away? to get a good view of that <laughs> beautiful desert. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sonora. So I I that. We'll, we can continue this, but that is a question I had. Now, they kept talking about Houston, but then they were not in Houston for the finale. They went elsewhere. Yeah, they went to Arizona. Beautiful Tucson, Arizona. Tucson, Arizona for the finale. And it was a two-part finale because the first part was last oh, week. So I didn't even watch a whole episode. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, yeah, technically you did. You watched half of the okay. finale. Yeah. Okay. The, the second half. All right. My question is answered. All right. <laughs> That's it. That's all I needed. All right, Brian, anything else from your meal? No, that's it. I also, while I was out there, I ate In-N-Out, which is always good. And I had Del Taco for the first time, which I'll say this, a lot fucking better than Taco Bell. They have Beyond Meat there. But they have Beyond Meat, and it was, like, great. Yeah. Wow. It was such a good option that they had that. Like, like it's it's like a game changer. Yeah. Thank you, Zach, for saying different so we don't lose that sponsorship. Yeah. (laughs) Taco Bell is really good for, for veg stuff, though, so... Let's not go too hard on that. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Maybe yeah. I'm just like tired of it because I, I almost ordered vegetarian exclusively at Taco Bell. Mm. Um, but maybe it's just because I'm different. It was it was different the one time I had it. But I did really enjoy. Yeah, it's good. How long do you have to wait to get in there? Not long, but the person in front of with the drive through, the person in front of us, they took a long time. Why is it usually long to get in there? No, I just. I know Jamal, Jamal would have. Oh, oh I missed the damn it! I missed the. Joke. I would have got out of the car. It wasn't a joke. It was, it was a, a genuine callback. question. No, it wasn't. I've. I'm. I'm not trying to be entertaining. This is your show, so I have no responsibility. I do. I do wish you'd try though. Yeah, all right. maybe for the second half. <laughs> all right. You don't Zach, have to. You don't have to. You don't have to. I'll Zach, think about it. Tell us what you had for dinner last night. All right. Um. Well, you know, first of all, I had no warning that this was happening, unless it was like buried in an email somewhere. Nope. Nope. Um, so, you know, I feel a little bit on my back foot in terms of <laughs> that. But luckily for me, mm-hmm. last night I made a delicious millet polenta oven, oven baked. With topped with a uh, lentil tomato sauce. Wow! Uh, and then you you know you throw a little bit of fresh basil on top of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was delicious. It was a, it was very 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 good. And then for dessert, I had some Tate's vegan cookies. Some Tate's Tate's vegan Bake cookies. Shop. Oh, and the green bag. Green bag. Yep. The real thin boys. Brian knows. So you know, uh, 
one thing I liked about this dish, I love any opportunity I get where you cook something on the stovetop and then throw it in the oven. Mm-hmm. So with the millet polenta, uh, you you toast the millet on the on the stovetop, and then you throw it in the oven to to kind of to finish to finish it off. Um, and I always like that. There's something that makes it. That's like I feel like I'm a real chef when I do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When you got to use both the top and bottom, and then return to the top. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just, just like having the pan that can do that mm-hmm. is yep. very chef. Because if you, I, for a long time, did not have that pan. Same. <laughs> or as I will only buy that pan. Yeah, that's smart. <laughs> I will spend the extra money and only buy an all-clad pan that can do Oh, that. yep. I got an all-clad. Yeah. I just got two new all-clad non-stick that are game changers. Mm-hmm. Is Huge it the, upgrade. Uh, is it the 9-inch and 10-inch skillet or whatever? I got a t- I got a 10 and a... 12, I think. Okay, I think that's what I have, too. Yeah. So me and Zach are on the same page. Quality yeah. gear. Oh, oh, it, you can tell by the weight of it. It's mm-hmm. quality. It's going to last you a any, while. Any all-clad gear? I did burn well, you don't my buy- hand on it. So you know. So can I say something? Why well, When I went to make the pan sauce yesterday, I yeah. forgot that the pan was just pulled out of the oven, and I went and grabbed the pan, and like a cartoonish <laughs> howl came out of me. Yeah. <laughs> As I was like, ah! I you held your hand up and yeah, experience. I held my hand up and it was like throbbing big and like had all these like asterisks coming out of it. Yeah, and I was like, "Won't make that mistake again." And I was talking to no one. <laughs> but that's the sign turn. of being a real chef is when you just sort of destroy your hand. Yeah, <laughs> but that's kind of that's happened a couple of times in the pandemic, and I think my hand's getting stronger because it didn't hurt that much. Callous. Yeah, I think yeah, I'm getting sh- tougher skin. Stronger or. Losing function. It's sort of one, six of one, you know, whatever half, it is. Half dozen the other. Yeah. Losing nerves. All but right. One quick question. Millet polenta. I know corn polenta. So, mm-hmm. I, I, you know, it was described as a millet polenta. I believe it was mostly in the preparation. It was millet. It, 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 millet is the grain, but it was sort of a porridgey type of millet preparation where- mm. You know, it was. I cooked it in vegetable broth in the oven. Then I finished it with a little, um, you know, a little uh, milk and spices, to, some some non dairy milk to kind of cream it up and mm-hmm. and you know, I don't know, like, helped it thicken it, maybe help it bind. You know, it did a lot of things. Um, okay, okay, but really, just creamed it up. Was sort of the main thing. All right, did. that's what you wanted it to do. Yeah. Yeah, and then I will of- say the tomato sauce, I you know, which I that actually is one of my go to dishes. Like a, I, I like to make, you know, a tomato sauce from scratch. It and so good. Going forward, I may just throw lentils in there every time because they they just cook while the sauce is simmering. Mm-hmm. It adds a little body to it, it adds a little kind of texture. A little texture, a little heftiness, you know. So th- that was like a great success, throwing the lentils in yeah. that tomato sauce. That's not a bad idea because that's the thing. Because I don't eat, I try to, I try to eat to eat beef. And when you just make like spaghetti at home, uh, the sauce is missing something. Like mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. like the chunky tomatoes from like a, from your homemade tomato sauce is good, but it's still missing that thickness. Yeah. So lentils is a good idea. Throw some red lentils in there. You barely even notice them. They just add a little, you know, a little bit extra mm-hmm. to it. I might do that now. Oh, I learned something today. And this has been our most vegan friendly episode. Yeah, that's right. So I'm and gonna say I licked, a, I licked a slab of bacon after that. <laughs> for balance for the balance yeah well i'm gonna vote right now and say co-host zach cherry one 
I'm torn. I'm torn on this one because I think you both did a really good job. I feel like you can't win because you didn't cook. No, gonna, I, yeah, unfair to say, to say that I can't win. Well, I was going to throw one vote to the Del Taco. Okay, you and then I vote. was going to throw one vote on the Gerber from last, from <laughs> the Gerber food from earlier. All right, maybe this is a three-way tie. So you just split vote. I, I'm going to go with Zach just because I learned something. Okay, so Zach wins. All right, I'll take it. Zach's the winner, and that's the final plate. We'll be right back after this. Wow, what a transition. Pod Chef. And we're back. This is Pod Chef Season 6, Episode 14. Top Chef Season 19, Episode 14. It's easy to remember. It's the finale, the final plate. We're here with guest host Zach Cherry. You've seen him everywhere, and now you're hearing him everywhere in both of your ears. Zach, have you ever watched Top Chef before? I have, yeah. I I had watched a few seasons during, again, early pandemic when I was getting into cooking. Some... I had some friends who were fans who told me like some good seasons to start with. Mm-hmm. So I watched a couple of them, but then I, I kind of fell off of it. But yes, mm-hmm. I have. Not not religiously, but I I have watched it before. Okay. So you kind of get what's going on. Yes, here. yes. You know Tom. You know, of course, Tom. And we yeah. haven't said Tom's the reason. Tom made us do this podcast. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He he instructed us to do this. Again, if you don't like it, you can message him on Twitter. Yeah. Let him yeah. know. Zach, do you think you know, we Padma. would come up with this idea? Come on. Yeah, this is No, boring. right. I know Tom, you know. We have and, way better things we could be doing. Yeah. Um, did watching this uh, re- rekindle any uh, any um, desire to watch more Top Chef or are you just done? Um, a bit. I did. I did. I did really enjoy it. You know, honestly, part of part of why I stopped watching is because there's not a ton of vegan or vegetarian cooking going on. Sometimes yeah. there is. But for the most part, it's it's like a lot of meat. And mm-hmm. Which I don't, you know, I'm not like, I don't really, I don't care. I'm not like upset about it, but it's just, I, then I can't be inspired to cook it myself. I would have mm-hmm. to do too much like substitution. Like, exactly. It's like, yeah. it's a little too much mental math to, to kind of go from there to something I would make myself. Yeah. I feel what you're saying. That's, that's one of the reasons why I can't be vegan right now. It's too much mental you gotta math. Watch this for the for the pot. Yeah, I gotta watch this. It's too much mental math. I'm like, ah, I can't do it yet. When we're done, when we finally get through all the seasons, I will finally hang up my microphone, <laughs> hang, hang up, up my your, apron, your meat cleaver, hang up my meat cleavers, <laughs> wave, let all the animals go, <laughs> and I will finally have the time to make all the substitutes. But until then. Butcher box. Um, so <laughs> the chefs start the episode by calling their sous chefs, and they're all previous contestants from this season. And I can't be vegan because I don't want to eat nutritional yeast flakes. I did mm-hmm. have that. That was in the millet. I didn't mention it, but it was. You could sense it. I could tell. Yeah. That's a staple. It's, That's a staple. It's, it it's is just like staple. the – call it anything else. Yeah. Call it anything else. Can I say – I know we're not supposed to be talking about this because we're supposed to talk about the episode. Can I just say my one – Beef with veganism. My only beef. Nope. No, you say it. Nope. You something else. I'm sorry. My only problem. Yeast. Your only yeast. My only yeast. Nutritional yeast. I cannot stand for the life of me when someone makes vegan mac and cheese and swears it tastes like regular mac and cheese. Yeah, that's I my would never only. Do that. That's my only. It can be point. good and delicious, and non-vegans can enjoy it. But yes, I would never yes. say that it tastes like yes. mac and cheese. That is the thing that grinds my gears. <laughs> Just it let it be different. It's different. Yeah, it's just like it doesn't, a nice dish. Yeah. It's but it is different. And it does not taste like 
real cheese mac and cheese. No, it's. <laughs> I'm glad I got that off my chest. Um, <laughs> it's more like a casserole, usually. I would say. Yeah, yeah, but it can be great. It can be great. It can. I, I did have. It might have been vegetarian or vegan. I don't remember. There's like a vegan place in New York that only it did like this like fried lasagna roll up, mm-hmm. and it was so good. And I think it was vegan, but it was great. sounds good. Mm-hmm. And that like that like. Uh, the mushroom fried chicken sandwich. There's some solid stuff that yeah. you can do vegan. It takes more work though, is the issue. Which mm-hmm. is which is why it's, I don't do it's more also, of it. It's definitely harder to find. Yeah. Of, <laughs> yeah. If you're not trying to make it yourself. Yeah. But in New York it's pretty easy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Buddha chose everywhere. Yeah, nutritional yeast is everywhere. Um Buddha chose Jackson. Evelyn chose Joe. Sarah chose Robert. I gotta say, I liked I liked Buddha right away, as someone no. who has watched zero seconds of the season. Uh-huh. Why did you like him right away? <laughs> I don't know. He he had some good energy. They said he had a lot of technique, which I felt like was a was a good sign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but he right does. away, I I was a, I liked Buddha. I mean, I also liked um, Sarah and was it Evelyn? Evelyn, Evelyn? yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked I, I liked the final three. They were all great, but I I did immediately. I was like Buddha. This might be my guy. I think watching this episode, you found out at the end, they weren't lying about his technique. Yeah. He's pretty good. Yeah. Killer. So I want to point out, they all go shopping. And in the beginning, I thought this was a show being funny. And they were all going to different shopping places. And it was kind of weird. So as I want to say, they show Sarah going to a place called Dickman's Meat. <laughs> they show Evelyn going to a place called Cardenas, Cardenas. And then Buddha goes into Lili Oriental Supermarket. And I thought this was the show trying to have a laugh. But then you find out the other contestants do go to these other places as well. So I think these were the actual three stores they had to shop from. But yeah. at first yeah, I thought- well, that was that portion was just a MasterCard commercial. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. Yes. Lots of commercials. Yes. yes. I, I do love the first shop they went to was just like a fucking Kroger. Yes. Like, and I was like, is this going to be the only place that they go? Yeah. And I was like, if they can pull this four-course amazing meal out of this Kroger, then I have no excuse to not make yeah. good Yeah, food. I was surprised. Some of the ingredients they were getting at that regular-ass grocery store, I was surprised by. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They were saying words I didn't know. I was like, they don't have yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm always surprised when they can get like regular – because I don't – I don't know how to shop for food to cook. I go to the store. I'm just like, what? How do I make anything? And they mm-hmm. can like they buy things and it works. Yeah, yeah that's Tucson, man. Tucson's oh, different. Tucson. Yeah, in Tucson, it's very easy. Yeah. <laughs> did we all catch after the uh, Mastercard commercial? Um, did we all catch the little bit of a uh, bad talk about Sarah from Evelyn and Joe when they're in the car? I mean, like, she's a wild card. I don't know about her. Yeah, <laughs> that was bad talk. they kind of were. They kind of. Seemed like they didn't really feel like she deserved to be there. Yeah, she, she went through the. Yeah, she already lost, right? Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah. But early. She, but if you go back and watch Last Chance Kitchen, she earned the spot to be here. Mm. She beat everyone who was kicked off the show. And well, tell Buddha and Evelyn that. You know? Yeah, they they found out though last week, or was yeah. it two weeks ago when she beat them? She did good. Yeah. She did good last week. Yeah. Evelyn won yeah. last week, but she did good last week. And Two weeks ago, she, she won, and all of them were like, "Okay, she's the real deal." So she she's she earned to be there. Okay, it is it is tough <laughs> though because she did good in Last's Kitchen, but she did different challenges. So like, right. you yeah. know, her and her challenges weren't like, ca- no, she did catch a fish. I don't know. 
It's yeah. like if you go to overtime in the Super Bowl and they bring in a different team that's been yeah. Super doing resting. something else. That's been like kicking field goals by <laughs> yeah. themselves for yeah. six months with right. no one watching. Yeah. Right. Whoever can like make the most field to... goals gets to right. go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah, that's often what happens in the Super Bowl when they go to overtime. They just oh, bring yeah. in a different team. Right, well, which, is, which is why I brought it up. <laughs> they should do something because what, they, what they're doing now ain't working with the overtime, right? Can yeah, we talk about the yeah, overtime in the NFL? Can we talk about NFL overtime? Those rules need to change, Jack. I think they actually did change, actually. Jack. <laughs> <laughs> so let's listen to three clips coming up. And these are the chefs explaining their menus for the finale, okay? Let's, let's set the, the, the dinner, the table. As are you going to play them back to back to back? Oh, we're going to play one, talk about it. Play okay. one. This is okay. from the voicemail box. No, no. This is <laughs> from the episode. This is Randy Rocket again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is Buddha's menu. Yeah, we're going to brine this amachi, and we're going to do little petals that are going to go around this dish of caviar. The second course is going to be lobster laksa. My third course is going to be Mongolian lab. I learned all of the marinations and the sauce work my father. And the fourth course is dedicated to my time in America. My fourth course is going to be a pumpkin pie milfoy. Squash at 70. Okay, what do we think about Buddha's menu? I liked that he was like, there's four courses, I have three family members, one for each, and I'll mm -hmm. do the dessert for America. Yeah. I like that. I thought that was a fun idea. Okay. Now, what did you think about his tribute to America? Um, I thought it was trash. <laughs> <laughs> as a tribute to America. He described it as pumpkin pie. Then uh -huh. when he put it out there, it looked nothing like it. And they kept describing it as cake. Yeah. They kept saying like... <laughs> it didn't look like cake to me at all. But they kept saying cake. They, yeah. All the judges were like, too much cake. It was um, like, those are so, crumbs, buddy. Yeah, as, it was just like crumbs, <laughs> crumbs over sauces. With leaves. But yeah, the leaves I liked. The leaves, the were, leaves were fucking dope. Yeah, that was cool. But sort dope. of as a like American like pumpkin pie. Yeah. Nah, no. Nah. Also, if you're gonna respect America, you make apple pie, Jack. As on, American Jack. as as American as Milfoy. Come on, I, Jack. I do like. I do think that technically America is everyone's other family member. You have to treat it that way. Yeah, that's just mm. how. That's how she. Uh, yeah, deserves to be held in regards to your family. There's your mom, your dad, brother, sister, America. Mm -hmm. Um, my thoughts on Buddha. Does he get to say that for us, Zach? What do you think? <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm kneeling right now, so we both naturally are kneeling right now. I've made clear how I feel about what he's saying, but it's he weird. I was kneeling during that too. All right, thank your ancestors for me, which is something that Tom Colicchio said in this season to a black contestant. Uh, he really? Is, yes. Oh yes. my god. Yeah, they were eating like food. He was like food from his like grandparents, and he's like, yeah. "Thank your ancestors for me." Insane. Yeah, that's, that's what, what happens say. when. When people get a little too comfortable, uh huh, <laughs> so he needs to be checked once. Yeah, yeah. You, just, you start eating a little too good on a consistent basis, <laughs> you kind of fall out of touch with like how to interact with everyone. I'll talk, I'll have a conversation with Tom about okay, that. Okay, please do, please, because he won't listen to us, yeah, or at least um, me. He won't listen to yeah, me, he won't listen to you. He just wants to talk basketball with me. <laughs> um. Buddha's he always asked, did you play? Yeah. <laughs> he said, you look like a hooper. You look like you played a little ball. Look out. Throws the ball at you. Hold yeah, up. Look out. Yeah. I drop it. He's like, what's going on here? Stanley from the office? Um, Buddha's uh, – shit. What was I going to say? The um, – oh, I have it in here. Wait. 
What was the first thing in his meal? Uh, hold on. First thing in his meal is it had hamachi yes, with hamachi. sauce. Yes, 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 yes. Those with siblings here. Do you know your sibling's favorite fish? He was like, my brother's favorite fish is yellowtail. I That's know. why I'm going to make this. I don't. No, but I guess if you're a chef, maybe you know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know I anything don't. that my sister likes. I know that she likes good, uh, good ice. That's because you're not a chef brother. So if you were to do this, you would make a nice, delicious ice. ice. (laughs) The good ice that's kind of crunchy, Mm -hmm. but falls, you know, the good ice. Mm -hmm. The crushed ice that comes out of the Coca-Cola machine at the movies. Is that what you're talking about? That is good ice. It's good ice. It's like like the pellets. Yeah, Yeah. the pellets. I often often get pushed off that machine. People are like, you're taking too long. I'm like, I'm getting this good ice. (laughs) You can wait. (laughs) <laughs> All right, let's listen to Evelyn's menu, shall we? Today I'm making scallop crudo. My second course will be crystal dumplings with an aromatic broth. This is curry mole. Curry mole. It has ginger, galangal, pumpkin seeds, almonds, some good ass freaking chocolate. So I'm like kind of taking techniques from like curry and mole and then blending them together. Next, I have a goat curry mole. I love goat, dude. It's something that I would go to the farm with my dad and pick a goat. And then for dessert, a buñuelo with cajeta panna cotta, cardamom, whipped cream, and basil. Okay, so everything that she made, I've never had, but I do want to try mole. The sauce looks good. Oh. Yeah, I loved how she invented the term curimole mm-hmm. and then used it as if everyone should know what she was <laughs> yeah. talking about. Yeah. I love that, honestly. She she did very like powerfully be like, yeah, it's a curimole. Like everyone knows what uh, what that is. Like, she did back off it a bit towards the end. Though. She's like, should I call it something else? Yeah, <laughs> she kind of yeah. like felt, I think she like eventually got, she's like, oh, they didn't know what I was talking about. I yeah. think it's because she didn't cook the, the goat. goat in the, the curry like right. you should. I get what they were saying with that. Like I, I like I don't usually get their critiques. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking yeah. about? But that I could like I could picture that in my uh, that in, would be like in my mouth. For example, instead of soaking a trace leche's cake mm-hmm. all night or whatever, you just bring out the slice and just pour the milk on top yeah. right before you serve it. Yeah. It'd like, still be on. good, but, but like it, but it, it it's, it's not in there. Yeah, it's right. not. It hasn't like become one. Yeah. yeah. And you know that's crazy to, to think about. Their palates are so good out there that they could tell that she poured it over top and didn't cook it. Yeah. With it, that is like that's. Impressive. It'd be I like could. it'd be like just like basting your chicken in an egg. And then flour and frying it, putting it in front of me, and then pouring buttermilk on it. <laughs> <laughs> they can just they their taste buds work by layers. They like yeah. as soon as they taste something, they can taste every step of the yeah. process. They're like, oh, this was poured over at the end. This wasn't cooked in. Mm-hmm. I I separated the meat. I sucked off the mole sauce and separated the meat. <laughs> I fucking love mole sauce. I wish yeah, I understood good. it more because it's like. It's it's just like a catch-all term. It just means like sauce. And um, last season, the man who that means who, dark sauce. Who right? won't, it's just, it's like kind of any type of like it's like any type of sauce where you like uh, sauté the vegetables first and then do. I don't know if there's any. D- does it rhyme usually or have to a cho- have a chocolate element? I think it can because because there are like there are like dark moles. Mm-hmm. Um, if you watch the latest season of some somebody feed Phil, which. This podcast should be about that because that show fucking rules. Spin off. Somebody pod Phil. He goes to Oaxaca and which is like the the home of mole sauce. And there's like dark mole and lighter ones. And like I love 
dark mole. Like even I would go to like shitty China, uh, Mexican places where I'm from in like Salisbury, Maryland, and get like mole enchiladas, and they're good. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Whenever I've had it, I've liked it. It's solid. I, I don't think I've ever had it, and I want to go somewhere and try it. And I would love it with a curry twist. That sounds great. Mm-hmm. I bet it's great. Delicious. I bet it's great. I bet you after this, she takes the note and she's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna braise the goat in curry and then put the mole on." Yeah. Well, put the mole curry together and cook it in itself. Do contestants yeah. ever get another shot, like in another season? Yeah, Dale Talday. He's right. one of them. They'll do all star seasons. Yeah, they do all star season. They bring back like highlighted chefs from. Seasons that didn't. Do you think win. he'll get another shot at this at this show? <laughs> after the way he treated you. <laughs> well, after that, no. <laughs> after Tom hears what he's been doing on the yeah. podcast this season, no. Yeah, Jamal got in Tom's ear and he's like, yeah. "Do not bring him back." Okay. Yeah, I was like, "That's it for guest hosting spots for him." Okay, <laughs> he's great though. He yeah, the, he's earlier we referenced. Not reading cookbooks, that's in reference to me owning Dale's cookbook, but oh. not looking at it. Mm-hmm. Got great okay. pi- great pictures in it. Very fun pictures of him like on yeah. stoops in Brooklyn. Very mm-hmm. fun. Very colorful cookbook. Haven't touched it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I love mole. It was Mexico City. They did a mole with a, a chicken breast stuff with goat cheese covered in mole. And it was fucking one of the best things I've had in my entire life. What was life her, changing. What was her first dish? Um, a scallop crudo with prickly pear and citrus, and citrus broth. broth. That looked good too. With the chip, with the chipotle, with the chipotle, whatever Chipol- that pe- chipotleta, whatever that pepper is. Yeah, the American pepper. The American pepper. Sweet it potato, good. crispy quinoa. They she got destroyed by the judges. Clearly, the only problem was that it was next to Buddha's dish, which is yeah. very yeah. mean. That's yeah. mean. Yeah. I know they love that first dish of his. They were. I, I could over. tell it was a wrap at that point, honestly. That was like... Yeah. He put sweet potato bees. Yeah, the, the bees yeah. were pretty cool. And yeah. the fact that there were already a ton of bees there, what do you think came first? His bee... Um, what are those things called that he did? What are the things he called? You used the word... Tweels. In, yeah, tweel. Yeah. Was was he like, there's a bunch of fucking bees here. I'm going to make bee tweels. I bet, Or he yeah. makes bee tweels, and they're like, is this some kind of fucking joke? There's bees everywhere when you make bee, bee tweels. I think there was a bee on the table when they put the food down. That bee was like, the fuck is this? And he went and go, <laughs> told the other bees. And the other bee was like, you're lying. <laughs> and like another one came over and was like, hey, you guys, he's being serious. Look at this shit. They're eating us. Then they were pissed when it was then they were pissed. the next one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a question, and I should have Googled this, but I didn't. The fuck was that? Those things spinning in the middle of the tables. You guys ever seen those things? Oh yeah, I didn't know what that was. I don't know. Was it a was. fan or was it like a bug thing or I don't know. it might have been a sonic weapon to yeah. combat the bees? Yeah. It wasn't working then. Yeah. That's what to it was. Mess with their sonar. Yeah. If it was some kind of fan thing, I get it, because I was in Arizona the other day. It's hot there. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But you I was confused like by that too. Let's listen yeah. to Sarah's menu, shall we? Inspired by the hunter gatherer mentality. So I'm trying to just use products that would be in Tucson. For the first course, I'm making Sonoran focaccia with smoked butter and a venison tartare. We're gonna save the cobs and just make corn broth from what would have hit the trash. My second course, I am making a squash tortellini in corn broth with a Three Sisters salad. That's enough. My entree will be a rabbit valentine over a salad of grains, nuts, and greens. And for my fourth course, I am making smoked buttermilk ice cream with an acorn cake. Okay. 
What? So we've heard all three menus. Pass. <laughs> we've heard all three menus. Which menu, if you went to a restaurant, they said these are three menus you can choose from. Which one are you choosing? Well, oh, something I'll say about Sarah's menu, which I liked her idea. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's the best approach to sort of pitch your meal as being made of mostly garbage. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Like, the which is a great away. thematic idea, you know? Yeah. It's like, and it's cool and good for mm-hmm. the world. But mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if I want to know that. Like, oh, yeah, my my miso is just my friend's trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that I thought may have been a, a, a misstep. Yeah, probably. Which, but I'm, which... if I could see pictures, I'm going Buddha's because his looked okay. incredible. I think okay. pictures, I go Buddha, but words alone, Evelyn. Yeah, probably. So probably. It's wrong. It's, okay. I thought, I, thought, I thought you were going to answer. No, no. Without pictures and just words, I would be too curious to see what the pumpkin leaves look like, so I'd have to pick Buddha's because I'm like yeah. pumpkin leaves. What's this? Yeah. So I'd have. Sarah's to pick is a big no. As soon as I see venison, I'm out. Well, as soon as beef I see heart, beef I'm out. tartare, I'm rabbit. Like, I I'm like, out. I don't like anything raw. I'm Although I big. will say it would kind of depend on the context. Like Sarah's, I do think, like if I was like staying at a ranch, you know, if I if I was like mm-hmm. there for like a. You know, ranch themed weekend or something, yeah, like a, a birthday weekend in yeah. Vegas. Then I would be like, "Oh, okay, maybe I do want to just kind of commit to the to the lifestyle." Yeah. Um, <laughs> but if I was at just like a regular restaurant, yeah, I'd, I'd probably I'd go Buddha. Or yeah, one. yeah, that makes sense. If there were cowboys at the table, Sarah would have won. Oh yeah, because they would be yeah. like, "What do you, you guys want? That fancy food? <laughs> yeah, this right here is real stuff." They would have been like, all this needs is a bit of paste picante salsa from New York City. New York City? New York City. Paste picante. Right? They like that, right? Isn't yeah. that the whole thing? Yeah. It's that they don't like it. But then they taste it and they do like they it. They taste it and they're like, oh, oh my God, that's from like, New York City? I thought they like chase the guy out of town. That's what well, that'd be a strange commercial. <laughs> or they like drag the person behind the wagon. Does that happen in that commercial? I don't think so. I think you're thinking of endings of certain movies. <laughs> um, and documentaries. I don't want to ever eat rabbit. I, okay. I'm not good at – I'm a bad meat eater in that I'm, I'm good at being like the cute animals I don't eat. Like mm. I'm like that kind of shitty person. So – when I was at West Virginia University getting my learning on, my roommates were hunters and they brought back mm. a rabbit and they brought back a squirrel. And I'll tell you right now, if you don't clean that carcass properly and you throw it on the cast iron, it stinks. Fucking gross. It stinks. I believe that. It, you want to talk about ruining a meal with your joke. The, just the smelling of them cooking it was ruining the meal for me. They cooked it in your like dorm? Oh, yeah. It was, it was in, our apartment, in our Go apartment. In our apartment. Go away. I was just like, it the whole place now smells like cooked rabbit that had some hairs on it still. No, you you weren't allowed in there. Yeah. Um and they they all said she screwed up that rabbit. Mm-hmm. Which I actually did have a question. So how much time do they have? Because it seemed like she just didn't have enough time. She had like three hours to they had five hours a day before to prep and then five hours to prep. Was. Yeah. Yeah. Because so she, she had some kind of weird cooking thing that seemed that it was like boiling well, she or was, something. No, she, was, she was sous vide it. Was oh, it sous vide okay. or something yeah. else? She was sous vide because she says, I wish I had more circulation, which means yeah, she said the she overcrowded. Yeah, she overcrowded the sous vide, uh, and so it didn't get as much circulation evenly as it should have. Okay. She and said, this is from a guy who knows I got a sous vide machine, so I know what I'm talking about. 
Sarah also, I think Sarah's very funny. She said, this is a very chubby bunny, mm-hmm. like what I would be. And then she was like, thick in the middle. Like yeah. that. I think Sarah's very funny. And she no one funny. laughed. No one laughed. And I said, no. F you guys. Yeah. I think That's it's because of joke. that energy we were talking about earlier. They were like, you don't belong here. <laughs> yeah, I think so, was. for real. They probably were like, "Who? why did they bring back someone who's got more personality than us? She doesn't belong here. Just shows up and starts cracking jokes. Yeah. And we're just like, oh, my God. Yeah. She doesn't need to be here. Look, I don't care if yeah. I don't win as long as she does. I'm there's th- that's the energy you felt yeah, between like there was Buddha a little bit of that. and Evelyn is like, I don't care if I win, but like she can She win. can't. We must beat her. It, even if it means we got to sabotage her sous vide machine. That's what's got to <laughs> be done. She had a tough judges table. I would have mm-hmm. gone home I think about after the first course once they <laughs> <laughs> they kept hitting her with stuff like Oh yeah, okay. That was like a good try. <laughs> like, <laughs> the the worst thing is that it was when they start with like, "Were you happy with how this oh turned out?" God. And it's like, oh, yes, it's God. like, okay, I'm gonna kill myself. Yeah, yes. <laughs> anytime they hit her with that, that on course number two. Oh my yeah. god. Yeah. Were you That's... happy the way that this turned out? Well, I guess not. Yeah. There's no right answer there. Yeah. You so don't speaking, know, it fucking oh, tasted like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Now I don't know. Probably. You fucking tell me. You're I judge. tasted it back in the in the kitchen. I thought, ah, oh, well, I gotta serve it. Yeah, yeah, you gave me a time. Yeah. So go ahead and give me your little review of my my second <laughs> yeah, dish. Say so what you're gonna say because <laughs> yeah. I know I crushed the the dessert. Yeah. No, I think the only critique that Buddha got was that his one thing was two 80s and 90s. Which which the Ripper loved because that dude's yeah. huge cokehead. He wants yeah. to go back to the Eric Ripperza. He That's wants he wants big shoulder pads, <laughs> yeah. um, and he wants to wear like neon pants. Yeah, he and, too uh, hard at that. Yeah, and um, yeah, that was like too like. But I thought that looked great. I mean, of course, I don't. I'm not fancy, but man, how do you enjoy this meal with it being outside in Tucson, Arizona, no cover in with like bees. suit jackets and bees yeah. and suit jackets and like. Oh, dude, I've been to the Palace Versailles and tried to have lunch in the gardens and one bee shows up and then four more and it was impossible. And I was like, how are they eating? Someone's got to be fanning these bees away or something. Yeah. Yeah. They must have had, they probably had a a apiary guy. Probably. Lurking in the background. Sucking bees into a vacuum somewhere. (laughs) Doing that smoke thing. This calms yeah. them down. Don't worry. Yeah. yeah. And they get more agitated every time. It flavors the food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bees were dropping into plates. No, they're fine. You can eat those. The meal I wanted to be at was the night before at the, when oh, yeah. when the, the judges were cooking. That like, was a finale dinner. They should have fun. They should have given a report of like when they're doing judges' table, they should have fired back like, Yeah, well the carrots last night were yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, that would have been so funny. You flipped over that cookie yeah. at the end a little yeah. you were a little <laughs> zealous. A little zealous, a little too quick. And you It looked burnt when he yeah. flipped it, but they yeah. all applauded, so yeah. I don't know. Yeah. And it was Gale, so maybe they're just like, yeah. be nice, look Gale sensitive. Yeah. She burnt the fuck out of the cake, just be nice. Yeah. She hasn't uh, cooked with dates in a while. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she picked dates for this uh, cowboy dinner that we're trying to have in the desert. <laughs> Who wants a, a date tart, uh, a tartan or whatever? <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that dinner looked great. Um, 
We actually got a big reveal during that dinner. Let's listen to this. You or your mom, do you know? My real name is actually Kawhi. Oh. Yeah. Um, I got Buddha because I was eating too much of my dad's food. Um, oh. You look like a Buddha. Yeah. Yeah, the funny story, because when my dad was growing up, he had a nickname, but his name was Spare Rib, and that was be- because he was so skinny. So he didn't want me to end up like that. So he fed me so much and so much that I got the nickname Buddha. <laughs> so his real name's Kawhi Lo. Mm-hmm. Why didn't anyone know that I knew that his dad was dead? Why didn't any of the judges know that his dad was dead? Because they don't want to get to know the contestants and, until they have to at the end. I guess so. Because they're like, oh, I'm sure he's happy. They're like, oh, yeah. no, he's dead. Yeah, Tom, <laughs> Tom really stepped in it. <laughs> he really yeah, that, that was Tom's uh, small talk of the week. Yeah. <laughs> his, uh, how does your dad feel? <laughs> Yeah. Not not great, Tom. Not great, Tom. <laughs> He's not doing he, great. Tom. He literally died as soon as I purchased my plane ticket. I will say, um, Spare Rib works as a chubby nickname too. So <laughs> they could have yeah, just does. stuck with the same nickname yeah. and just recontextualized it. Yeah. So could have called him Short Rib. If this offends anybody yeah. here, I apologize. But we are. I mean, I don't know what is coming. We are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, Zach. All, I'm, I'm kneeling. We, yeah. Uh these colors don't run. I uh, kneel for the don't kneel for the flag, stand for the wait, kneel for the cross. Um we're men of uh stature. Um did Is did, that what you you were worried did, about? You were worried about I was gonna be upset some by that. People don't like being reminded that they're overweight. Uh me, I'll say it all day. Someone else says it to me, I'm like, hey man, shut the fuck up. Uh did, did anyone have a, a a fat kid nickname that maybe like older kids gave them or parents gave them? Uh, I had one. I mean, I had one, yeah. It's actually Buddha's. Is it really? I was called Buddha for when I worked at Laser Tag for a, a while. They called me Buddha. And I was like, yeah, that's not – which Buddha? Like, which Buddha are you referencing? They, they very much went out of their way to – Point me in the direction of the Buddha they ref- they mean the, the mm-hmm. jolly Buddha. Yeah, <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is nice. And then a girl called me that name as well later on in life. Wow, I'm just putting these Game together over. right now. Game over. I'm putting this together right now. <laughs> I'm putting this together right now. A girl later on in life started calling me Buddha out of nowhere, and she thought it was loving. And I remember being old enough to be like, I mean, just call me fat. <laughs> like I'd respect you more. Like yeah. I never had a I never had a consistent nickname. More, you know, things on the the teddy bear, you know, mm-hmm. spectrum, etc. Yeah. But never one that like stuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, a kid in my class, his older brother, uh, one time playing basketball, called me tons of fun, and it became tons for most of my mm. high school was yeah. being called tons, which sucked. But when it's like older kids, it's kind of okay. Cause it kind of feels cool. You feel yeah. included a little. Yeah. yeah. You want to know something? I'm now thinking about this when at WVU, when I would play basketball with people, like if someone bumped into me, when we we're playing basketball, they'd be like, Oh, sorry, big guy. <laughs> and yeah, like, yeah. Big guy would, forever. They'd always be saying like, sorry, big man or big, big man, big like, man, big yeah, fella, boss. big fella. Yeah. All that stuff. And when I was you like, get, when you get boss as an eight year old, <laughs> From from an adult who is a boss, right? That's that is essentially yeah, yeah, yeah. Just calling you fat. Yeah, I really want to call you fat right now, but I can't. Yeah, I'm a boss. Don't call me big bro. Don't call me yeah. big fella. Ah, yeah. I've I've gotten that a lot. Big man, yeah. Big a man. That, a lot of that. And I'm yeah, short too, so so I know I know which direction they're talking about. 
Dude, when I went to Paris, I was trying to be funny with a cashier at a grocery store buying wine. I was like, do you need to see my ID? And he was like, no. I was like, okay. I don't know the rules here. He's like, no, it's fine. I know you're American. I was like, how do you know American? And he, he literally with his arm said, you know, you're a big guy. <laughs> and I was like, how much is it for the wine, man? Get me out of here before I commit a felony. Now, that would be useful if you could use that as a passport. <laughs> it would be. It would be. They just do a quick sort of BMI yeah. check. Yeah. Yep, the checks out. TSA tries to put their arms around you. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, nope, You all don't right. need to bring your ID. Yeah. Welcome home when you're coming back into the country. Yeah. Yeah, I hated, I hated Paris. <laughs> Uh, all right so yeah buddha reveals his name wait did anyone else have a nickname or no no we did it okay we did um so still time i just want to point out we got a shot of the judges table before they started eating and tom and gail are sitting next to each other wink 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 are you are you shipping tom and tom and gail there's 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 rumors there's rumors Mm. there was um at that party everyone seemed to want to ring the big dinner bell Mm -hmm. uh gail did it and then buddha did it Mm -hmm. (laughs) make a lot of fun Mm -hmm. there's also uh the reason why i'm shipping tom and and gail is because there was a last chance kitchen episode where the contestants just had to bring them food to oh, yeah. Tom's apartment and they and, were just hanging out together. Yeah. And we were supposed to be okay with it. <laughs> and it felt like Tom was like, oh yeah, I forgot I had to shoot this today. Do you care <laughs> if I just make them make us food and bring it here? <laughs> Rubbing it in their spouse's faces. Yeah. So judges um, table, everyone's kind of, yeah. It, I, it was basically between Evelyn and Buddha. And yeah. I think Buddha's, uh, the way he presented the food is, is what is what won it for him. And his fir- they loved his first dish so much that yeah. it basically outweighed everything else. They yeah. were like, they were all like, "This is one of the best things I've yeah. ever had." Yeah, this is a Michelin three star dish. That's you right. Know, they were just like, they started making a new Michelin that. stars for it. They're like, "This is a six star Michelin dish." <laughs> yeah. and, uh, <laughs> you got to put two Michelin restaurants together to make this dish. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then so, Tom told him, like, didn't he, for one of his, he was like. That's a dish you're going to carry with you for for thirty years. Like he yeah. was like, they were loving Buddha shit. And Tom said one of his dishes. Now he's just showing off now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All mm-hmm. right, let's listen to Buddha win. It was absolutely extraordinary. But more importantly, you're realizing what's really important about what we do. It's about the connection to family, but also the community of people you work with and the community of people who you serve. And so, if you are the future of our industry, we're in really good hands. Buddha, you are top chef. Buddha wins. She tried to psych him out with like saying his name somberly. Buddha. Buddha. But do they ever do that with the final person? They do it the week before. Right. The week before. They'll do like, Buddha, please pack your knives and go to the final. (laughs) And go to Tucson. (laughs) And Buddha was like, Tucson. This is very anticlimactic yeah. for a finale. I don't know what I wanted, but it was kind of like, oh, cool. All right. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. Um, Let's talk about the final Fantasy League standings. Um, Reeves is Reeves won with 94 
and a half points, which is still less points than my winning team from last season. Um, Brian, second place, 85 points. Jamal, last place, 51 and a half points. Was still more points than Brian's last place team last year. Real so, bad last I year. Did pick, I picked Buddha as soon as I saw him. So I nice. So you won. Yeah. yeah, you won. That's like yeah, a you saw, thousand points. You so. saw it. Yeah. Uh, Brian, where are they now? Um, some of them are in Tucson. Oh, quick. Another thing I thought was really funny is they didn't bring everyone to Tucson. They made them wait by their phones to get the call. How much is a plane ticket to Tucson? Like 150 bucks? Bring from everyone he- to Tucson. From Houston? 175 yeah. at least. Yeah, they just like <laughs> made them wait by their phones. <laughs> usually everyone gets to go and they'll yeah. parade them out. Let them yeah. pick. They had to call them. Usually, um, yeah. Usually they have everyone in the finale at the oh, judges yeah. who, judging. Who were those random people standing off to the side at the judges table, at the final judges table? There were like a few other people who were just like standing there off to the side. They were the sh- the chefs that had been sent home that they brought back, right? The sous like Jackson, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah Jackson. Yeah. Uh, they weren't in their sous chef uniform, so yeah, I was, so you couldn't. No, say, I was yeah. confused. <laughs> yeah, I don't no. recognize a chef after outside the uniform. Jack, Jackson, you know, uh, Buddha's got two hundred fifty k. Who knows what he's doing with it? Hopefully, he's opening a restaurant. It so, seems very hard to do. So not something after I really liked about. As a not frequent viewer was at the beginning of the episode, they talked about what you get when you win. And they the first thing they said was a feature in Food and Wine magazine. Mm-hmm. And they said it as if it was equally valuable <laughs> as two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> I was because they said it first. And I, mm-hmm. and also Padma kind of took a pause after it. And I was like, is that it? Like you, you go through this whole season and they just like do Feature a blog you. post about you. <laughs> but God, I would know. hope that it's actually yeah. print and not digital, yeah, but probably knows? digital. You're right. Yeah. But I'm glad Buddha got the, got the cash money. Yeah. That'd be funny if they were like, we pay you in exposure. Yeah. <laughs> that happens. All right. So let's do the senior superlatives. So there's only three. Best teeth, class clown, and hottest body or sexiest out of the three. Okay. Okay. Best teeth. Let's do that first. Best teeth. I'm just gonna go I'm gonna go ahead and opt out before we get <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna say waters. Um Okay. <laughs> best teeth, I'm gonna go Tom Colicchio. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll uh, that. We'll class clown. I gotta go Tom Colicchio again, I think. Yeah. He's really funny. I what agree. a goofball. Hottest body, sexiest. I mean, I don't want it to be a fucking three beat, but I Tom. think it's Tom Colicchio. It's Tom, and that's yeah. how that's done. And that's yeah. easy. I think. I think he just. I think he cleared the board. So thank you. And that's safe. Whenever you want to make a joke, you want to make it about somebody. Yeah. Just make it about Tom. That's how yeah, you do yeah, it. Yeah. He's the. That's good. what I had on my ballot too. So. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So before we get out of here, Zach. <clears throat> yeah. Do you? Would you like to wish Reeves a happy birthday? Happy birthday, Reeves. Is it his birthday? It's his birthday by the time this comes out. Oh, that's nice. So pretty close to Brian. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Maybe yeah. too close. Have you ever had a joint uh, All the time. Yeah. Most, most nights I have a joint. <laughs> no, we uh, no, we haven't. And now, Zach, ask yourself, did you make that joke because of us? Or? <laughs> <laughs> I would have said blunt. <laughs> All right. So I'm you've kidding. never done any like partner party? No, maybe we should. Yeah, okay, we'll do it for. Think uh, about. Mm-hmm. I turn thirty-eight next year, like a real old okay. piece of shit. So mm-hmm, I'll think mm-hmm. about it then. That's a big one. Uh, all right, Zach. Anything you want to plug? Yeah, um, Duncanville season three right now is on Fox on Sunday nights, and then on Hulu. Check that out. It's a lot of fun. 
Um, then we're going to do the uh, Somebody Pod Phil show. Uh, yes. Do you want to be on that? Yeah. So when that Hell comes yeah. out. Let's lock it down. Check that out. Um, and then I guess pick up that cookbook from this guy's name is Dale. Dale Taldy. Dale Taldy's cookbook. Mm-hmm. He's wearing Jordans. You can't miss him. Okay. Um, <laughs> Does uh, Severance Season 2 have a date? No, but you can set up a Google alert or nice. something <laughs> for news on that. I'm on the edge of my seat. The ending um, is, is so suspenseful. Succession Season 4, when's that coming out? Go ahead and leak that. Not super relevant to me. Won't be appearing, but <laughs> good show. I like watching it. If you watch it, we can chat about it uh <laughs> you know i don't did uh what just dropped obi-wan supposed to be good okay. you and that or you just want to watch no, and talk no, about it no I <laughs> no um stranger things season yeah like stranger five, things season yeah four 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 or like 4.1 four. or whatever yeah, four part one it up yeah i'll look forward to seeing you in part two in july the boys the boys season three. Oh, you're in that Sir, wow. yeah, no, in the no, fir- no no oh, no this is the first season of search parties maybe watch seasons two through five of search uh-huh. party yeah that whole show is out um mm-hmm. i do like the boys Invincible is another show. <laughs> you were in that. I like that. No, no, no. Oh, okay, okay. Um, okay. But it is. It's it? it's like another superhero show. Uh, all right, wrap it up, Zach. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's it. I guess that's it. I don't know. There was one question I wanted to ask, Zach. What was in the cart in Spider-Man: Homecoming? What was the food that you um, were serving? I think it was just like standard street meats. There was okay. a spit. I think there was a spit with some. You know, with some shawarma type type stuff going on, mm-hmm. um, and I think I did have a little, uh, you know, um, spatula. Is that the word? Yeah, <laughs> um, like mm-hmm. a chopper slat. You know, one of those mm-hmm. metal, so yeah. like one of the grill. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, I had one of those that I was tooling around with metal um, spatula, but nobody ate that. So, <laughs> all right, all right. Well, that's it. Thank you. Uh, and Zach, I'll just say right now, I'm hiring you to be the co-host forever. So thank you oh, for wow. accepting that. Okay. See you next week. Yeah. See you next week. Uh, until what do you do next week? Oh, we'll, we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll talk about it off air. We'll okay. talk about it off air. Uh, <laughs> so until next week, we're going to pack our knives. no show to talk about, so I don't know what. <laughs> and and go. One, time, one time we watched Top Gear and talked about that because that's kind of like the same thing. We did that one. <laughs> we did. It was called Pod Gear, that episode. That's yeah. Fun. Big numbers. All right, we'll see you next week. <laughs> this is fun. This is great, guys. You guys got something here. This is fun.